Coming to you live from Plugkit Studios in beautiful Argo, Florida. We are keeping you plugged in with episode 367 of F5 Live. Refreshing technology. happening but this week sony gets hit with hackers again balmer focuses on basketball and the house of representatives mess with messes with the internet say nick i want to say chuck (laughs) nick i did it chuck's not here today i didn't see him today i saw him yesterday and barry chuck and barry there's a smell in the room. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's a little bit of the smell of this screen almost not working. Yeah, there's that. There's a lot of that. Oh, yeah, there sure, there sure is. You, though, are Me. talking about the new tech smell. Yes, I am. It's got to this show. This show? This show right here. This one here? This one right here is part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. I'm Nick. And I'm Scott. And it's my birthday! Yes, it is. <laughs> That's why he's wearing his... My birthday his shirt! birthday shirt, which is not the same as a birthday suit. No, it's different. And it does not apparently mean that he's not wearing a shirt, Look, which is man. what I would have expected it to mean. It does mean that he's wearing a shirt that appears to be made out of chocolate and is dripping icing. Most people can't see the It's shirt. okay. We'll post a picture of it to our Twitter and Facebook right after the show. Great. Uh, but it it looks like that chocolate balloon, which would not be able to fly, by the way, because that's um, not how chocolate works. Uh, Willy Wonka says otherwise, sir. The chocolate didn't fly. Yeah, but that... that it was the fizzy lifting drink. Okay, but that movie was many years ago. He's made improvements since then. Okay. I don't chocolate. know. Chocolate flies scott i don't know they call it fluffy the second movie did not seem to have gotten better both in movie and in in innovation (laughs) yes (laughs) wherever you may be and however you may be accessing our show whether it be facebook itunes zune f5live.tv the podcast play app available in the windows store right now over on our new home at Livestream, the Tech Podcast Network Livestream, or of course, on our apps, plugkitslive.com slash apps. Pick them up for WebOS and all of your Windows devices. That's right. All of them. Yeah. Phone, computer, tablet, doesn't matter. It's all there. And if I've, anybody... I have been using the app personally a lot the last couple of days because I've actually been listening to our newest show the, the 3000 Brigade podcast absolutely it's, it's 3000 but there's only three episodes um, I what really is happening is when there becomes 3000 episodes they stop the podcast they have to hit 3000 episodes boy I wonder if Trey knows that oh he hasn't been told yet okay just gonna happen but they can't stop until 3000 episodes go check it out the 3000 Brigade podcast is fantastic it is a group of this is your what thing. just happened it's Explain. a group of uh, uh, look. <laughs> it's super this is, creepy this is when you take over this is it um 
liquid awesome baked into a cheese pie. That is how Amanda described it on the show this week. That's not the thing. <laughs> liquid awesome baked into a cheese pie. I don't know what a cheese pie is. But you need to download the podcast to find out at pluggitslive.com. When I was listening to the episode this morning, I act on my way to the library. I actually had to tweet that from the Plugins Live account with a link to the thing yes, because it was such a ridiculous thing to say. Uh, and that's the kind of thing you can expect. The 3000 Brigade, in addition to being being liquid awesome, baked into a cheese pie. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. So many ways. What is that? Is a cosplay comedy troupe that uh, performs a live action Super Smash stage show and multimedia extravaganza because there's stuff on the screen, there's pre-recorded, there's dances, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, if you've not seen any of their shows, 3000brigade.com oh, has, yeah, <laughs> has all but the last one because Joe has not posted it for whatever reason on the website. I don't know. Yeah. Um, not my show, not my problem. <laughs> Podcast is posted. <laughs> and it's all that it matters. <laughs> um so go check out the shows. They're really wonderful. If you listen to the podcast, you'll hear that um, the general consensus is that the third show is everybody's favorite. So the, the uh, murder mystery show might be the place to start because it seems to be everybody's favorite, at least from the production staff. From my point of view, the wedding show wedding piece. is still my favorite. The stories that go with that are quite, quite amazing. And that has that a lot helps. to do with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, go go check out their show. Check out the podcast. It's a lot of fun. It's on our website. That's, that's the best part about it. Yeah. Big, so there's big that. red logo on the side. You can't miss it. I'm pointing over there, which is the wrong direction. I that's where I can see it. But you can see it about there if you're on our site. Yeah. Audio people are like, why is he pointing? They don't know I'm pointing, except that I said it out loud. Over there. And, they're like, and now now eight people got into an accident because they looked to their left while driving. Good job, Well, Scott. if they looked to their left, they wouldn't have seen it anyway. You're an enabler in the worst possible way. But you can go, you can go to our website <laughs> to get all of that content and, of course, any other content on your phone, computer, or tablet by visiting f5live.tv and clicking the subscribe buttons on the right-hand side. Audio, video, social, special events, Pilch Point, Nightcap, 3000 Brigade Podcast, plus more. Plus more. It's pretty great stuff. This right here, if you could believe it or not, is our flagship show, F5 Live, refreshing technology. I um, love that that back and forth between you and Trey, that is becoming a caricature <laughs> of itself. Every week now. I started doing it because I thought it was just something different. I, I try to change up the intro just a little bit each each week we do the show. But you've been doing that for a year now. A year. <laughs> but I, I would change it up. Like I would pause or not pause. Like It's just little things to change it. He started listening to the show again. Now he does it on his to promote our show. Right. So now I'm trying to one-up him <laughs> by doing it on my show. So it's Because becoming, it's my show. It's becoming a caricature of it's itself. It's fantastic. Which is just fine with me. This is the flagship show on the Pluckett's Live family of content. Show where Sunday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern time for about an hour. 
and gets posted between Sunday nights and Monday mornings in, you guessed it, studio quality sound. It's amazing, and that's your benefit if you download that content, consume it as a zombie, nom, 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 nom. and you can subscribe and listen to it whenever you want to. It's great, but there is an incentive for listening live, and that's the fact that you can chat with us live in the studio every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time by going to, get this, f5live.tv slash join us. Stay tuned. In that chat room, exclusive to our live listeners, the epic award-winning, spine-chilling, uh, VMA-nominated. Huh. This is... Who knew? All relevant here. Uh, Nightcap. This is how people know what episode of the Nightcap they listen to. It's fantastic. The Nightcap is... But they're not listening to the Nightcap right now. What's the Nightcap? Glad you asked, person across the studio. Why are you yelling in my studio? Get out. How did you make his mouth How move? are you in here? The nightcap is a, it started off as the post blog, post blog, where we could ask each other random questions, talk to our fans, all that stuff. We still do that, but we theme it with a question that we ask each other right now. We don't really discuss it before the show. Occasionally we do. And it's your week. So the question this week is. I saw this question on Facebook about 10 minutes before the show, and I did not see any answers to it. While we were sitting here, oh. you know those obnoxious auto-playing videos that that Avram has a how-to-make-it-go-away on, I think, LaptopMag.com uh, on Facebook? Well, w- one of these things started playing, and it said... Oh, I the, didn't see this. The weirdest things... <clears throat> That happened in a Disney movie that if they happened in real life would be frightening. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Things that in a Disney movie are seem perfectly reasonable, but if you were to, if they were to happen in real life would be terrifying. Detrimental to society. <laughs> I love it. I do too. You can participate. I did in the- not see <laughs> Avram already has an answer every single thing. <laughs> you can participate in the conversation by connecting, engaging, and following us on Twitter uh, at Plug Hits Live, hashtag Nightcap, or on Facebook, F5 Live, or Plug Hits Live Radio, also on the Google Plus Book.com phone seven. Um, you can connect with us on YouTube. We're all over the place. That's a good thing and a bad thing. We forget to clean up sometimes. Just my blim over here, and it's just it's just messy. It's just you know a lot of police reports, witnesses that we have to take care of. It just gets you know it gets out of hand. So if you just stick with the the basic social networks, we'll be okay. But for now, we have sh- before we get into the yes, show, we I have was, one more thing to talk about. What are we talking about? We are oh that um, we are a partner for uh, a TEDx event that is happening next Saturday. Um, it's with an X TEDx Tampa Riverwalk, and. Uh, I think there are going to be eight presenters. Uh, we are running the live stream, so... Not on our site. It will feel familiar if you decide to watch. Um, the live stream is completely open, completely free to anybody who wants to watch. The event is also free, but you have to be in Tampa and the tickets are gone. So, uh, nobody knew it was going. But uh, if you go to TEDxTampaRiverWalk.com... It's a long site. It really is. Uh, there's a live stream tab at the top. So Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 
which turns out to be 7 p.m. British time. Central European summertime, which is what the, what? the TEDx live stream account. You know how ours is in like Hawaiian time because yeah. Todd set it Todd, up? Yeah. Theirs is, theirs is set up in Mm-mm. Central European Mm-mm. summertime. What's the difference between Central European summertime and Central European wintertime? One hour. Okay. Is Daylight there a half saving. hour difference between center, Central European wintertime and Central European fall time? No. Mm. Daylight savings time. <laughs> so I do not accept this. We we call it uh, Eastern Standard and East time, Eastern Daylight. They call it summer and something else. Okay. Whatever. All right, then. So it, from 7 to midnight, <laughs> Central European summertime, or for those of you who live... In our neck of the woods, from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, So, TEDx, TampaRiverWalk.com. So, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. There's going to be a sword swallower. Are Are we allowed to write a blog post on our site with the website link? Yes. We should probably do that. Okay, let's do that. That way uh, we'll, we can have it type it up. Yeah, we'll we'll publish it on our Facebook site. Facebook it. Uh, a, a blog post about it um, to get you there. Yeah, so without, we'll yeah. we're we're a partner for the event. We're the the live stream provider. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I had a dress rehearsal for it today, and uh, there are some really interesting talks. The uh, the principal of a high school who totally turned around. Uh, the school's performance, and then the sword swallower. I, I'm not kidding. This is life. Apparently, there's only like two dozen of them left in the world, and he's one of them. Because they die, right? I, apparently, that doesn't happen as often as you would think. What? Because you don't often get far enough into the process to have that problem. Oh, you just cut yourself prior. And, and you just abandon it. Nobody gets far enough... Only a couple dozen people get far enough into the process to be able to to actually get it to a damaging place. Uh-uh. That's scary. Apparently, the the blade is like an eighth of an inch from your heart. What? Yeah. Why would... Separated by nothing but esophagus. An uh-uh. eighth of an inch of esophagus. It's... It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I got to see it today. He'll be doing it on stage next week, from what I understand. I don't. You got to you gotta watch it. <laughs> Abram says he's gagging just hearing this. That's, an, I know. that's not I, right, man. I actually, like, had to look away for a second, because I'm like, I can't. No. No, I got to watch this. That's and I look crazy. back. It's it's really crazy. Um, so check out TEDxTampaRiverWalk.com for that, and we'll have it on our website. I know. Let's do this. Now. All right. This week's Nifty Gifties on F5 Live. Hey, they are nifty. They're nifty gifties. Proudly powered by the Microsoft Store. If you haven't gotten your back-to-school shopping done yet, what is wrong with you people? No, you need to It's head a over. little-ish late. It's a little late. 
most places are back to school. They are back to school, but there's still some great savings for you at the Microsoft Store. $100 instantly on select PCs, and you save even more with Office 365. And Scott, you know that we are both big fans of Office 365. Not only do you get the web ability to work natively inside Microsoft Office-based products, but OneDrive. One a full terabyte. terabyte of OneDrive. Most people do not have a one terabyte hard drive in their computers. <laughs> you get one terabyte in the cloud for all of your documents, musics, pictures, whatever. Musics? Musics. Many music. Many musics. Videos, whatever you want. How many sure. muches? So many muches. All the muches for all the musics that you may have. So go check it out. Save some money on a new PC. Play it smart this school year at the Microsoft Store at f5live.tv slash Microsoft. Staying in the Microsoft my, realm. My OneDrive has more than four times the storage of the computer in my lap. So. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> Which so, is insane. <clears throat> so, it's been about six months since Steve Ballmer stepped down from... Announced stepping announced down. Announced stepping down from CEO of Microsoft. And in that six months, he's been a little bit busy. He has been. For those who don't even follow sports, they will be familiar with the Donald Sterling thing. Racist person with young <laughs> hooch girl. I don't know the details. <laughs> I, I don't even follow basketball, and I knew all about this. And then when Steve Ballmer stepped in and said, hey, NBA... What's the most someone's paid for a, for a basketball team? And they said, well, Mr. Ballmer, $500 million. And he said, let's just quadruple that, K, so I can buy this team? Let's just uh, average that out and call it $2 billion. How's that? So he, he broke a record and bought the, bought the L.A. Clippers. Because why not? Why Ru- not? I'm with you. Rumor is he wants to move them to uh, Seattle, but he's already said no in public. So We know what that means. Balmer owns the Clippers. He's still a shareholder, and at a time he was still the uh, a member of the board mm-hmm. for Microsoft. Yeah, he had, stay, he had stayed on the board. I believe he is still the largest shareholder. He is, yep. of Microsoft. He announced this week, though, and employee number thirty, and only the second Indeed. CEO in the company's history. the The guy has been important to the company. Yes. He has decided, though, that he's going to be busy doing a, doing a bunch, you know, other things, teaching, civic duties, he's, he's, and the Clippers. He's doing a bit of the the Bill Gates thing. He's getting in, himself involved in charity work and stuff yep. like that. So he said he's not. He doesn't have enough time. He doesn't feel it's right for him to continue his role as a member of the board. He's going to step down effective immediately, and he did that this week. The back and forth, the open letter to Satya Nadella, and then Satya's response is noble. It's all. A little bit PRE, but still good. A lot of people are wondering why. Well, I know why. <laughs> I have a couple of theories. <laughs> First of all, anyone who's seen a Steve Ballmer presentation knows he's a little excited and he likes to yell and scream. And he is a very excitable man he is and software developers and press people are used to that by now the developers thing we kept that joke running until he stepped down as ceo yes in fact that was the the week he he made that announcement uh no the week he was replaced we did it through the announcement of satya we had to 
We had to do it to the transition period. So we had that joke going. But you know I who? had this my ringtone on my phone for a while. Yeah. We all know this. You know, Avram knows all about bombers yelling. Everyone knows all about bombers yelling. It's kind of weird, depending on what side of the fence you're on, you either love it or hate it, but at, at the very end, you respect it because and he's excitable. You certainly knew that he cared about what he was he, saying. He did. Either that or there was a tremendous <laughs> amount of uh, cocaine. It's point guards, point guards, point guards. You know who doesn't know <laughs> and understand that Balmer yells? Basketball players have no clue that he yells and screams. They had a press conference earlier this week before he announced his stepping down, where he announced his taking over of the team and how that's going to work out. Okay. And it and was, was Balmer. It was Balmer. Okay. I thought it was great. I was watching it with a friend who is not as computery <laughs> and more sporty. Knew Steve Ballmer, who he was, Bill Gates, sure. Steve Ballmer, but didn't know the developer thing. Okay. There's some people that don't know that. He looked at it like the dude was freaking nuts. He is. And I and I looked but, at him. He's like, this is this is not a person that should be running a basketball team. I said, no, this is exactly the person that needs to be running a basketball team. Absolutely. Especially the Clippers. Um, Maybe but, make that a sport worth watching. But he made this face <laughs> of, yeah, right, of confusion and concern. Like... This guy might kill somebody or fall off the stage. One of the two. You know who shared that concern? The entire L.A. Clippers roster standing next to him on stage at the press conference. All had this shocked, appalled look of, what is this white guy doing? (laughs) Huh. It it seems like they would have done... A little bit of research. Nobody on him because there's them. <laughs> there is so much video <laughs> of is. Balmer being crazy on a stage. Hip hop song remixes of it. I mean, it's all there. EDM remixes of yeah. it. All of it's there. They did not do the research. Well, that's their fault. I agree. But you know what's really funny? Watching their reactions to him say things and yell randomly. Yeah, I'm going to have to go watch it now. Yeah, you have to. It's the best 13 minutes you'll watch in the next couple of weeks. Wow. It's Except fan. maybe the sword swallower. Well, there's that. That's a different type of insane. Indeed it is. But this is Balmer being Balmer and the Clippers going, what is this guy doing? What have they gotten us into? <laughs> the look to the one guy, he taps him on his shoulder and was like, just shook his head like he has no clue what was happening <laughs> and the other guy was like and just looked away he just like i don't know i don't know he just looked away huh <laughs> they weren't prepared and that made for the best conference ever because it turned away from being what balmer was going to say and becoming how are the people going to react to steve balmer yelling more throughout this conference it's fantastic so okay good 13 minutes anyway that's kind of what he's been doing is clipper things and he's going to be getting into charities like you said and he's going to be teaching at Stanford and USC doing business lessons. Yeah. I think it has less to do with that and more to do with he was left as a board member to not make it look like he was being fired. Yeah. When he stepped down as CEO. Do you think that he is concerned that Satya might rip apart everything he's worked on building? Oh, absolutely. And he doesn't want to sit there and witness it all crumble down. I not in a maybe not in a bad way, but in a way that it's his life work and it's going to be I, torn up. I don't think he was involved in the decision. <clears throat> I think he was asked to leave the board. Mm. That that 
just knowing what has happened over the last couple of years and the way the very poor way that they have handled the press on the Xbox one on windows yeah. eight. Um, I think that all of this has been a response to that. We lost the head of windows. We lost the head of Xbox and then we lost the head of the company. And I think this is the completion of that process. I think you're right. He will remain on as the largest shareholder. I so he has a lot of say. I don't think they can force him to sell his shares. They'll probably still show him all the cool ideas they come up with. Of course. That's just Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, Gates still sees everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's still. Uh, that's true. He's he's still a full member in an essence. I think he? he might still be chairman of the board. Yeah. But Balmer leaves. So in there, the era of Balmer is officially done. Uh, employee number 30. I mean, he's been with the company forever. Only the second CEO. Uh, Says a lot. And and the last f- 15 years of the company have been him, for better or worse. The last 15 years have been him. 100% period. So, uh, save for the last quarter, which is still a lot of him, but Satya trying to make his mark again for better or worse we don't know yet um but i f- 15 years of of uh one guy yeah is is a lot so tip of the hat no wag of the finger wag of the finger to the basketball players who don't know about balmer true learn yourself something absolutely This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by Krayos and the Meteor Smartwatch platform. Whether you can wear a watch, which I cannot and Nick is not. I only wanted a watch for my birthday. Didn't get it. I asked everyone. QQ. Uh, (laughs) Whether you wear it as a watch, as a stopwatch around your neck, as like a pedometer on on your hip, uh, you can wear it however you want with different sizes and colors of bands. It's got all of the notification capabilities that we've come to expect from smartwatches, and it's got a number of health features as well. But the best part is it's compatible with basically everybody's phone, uh, iOS, Android, and Windows phone. So you can pick up yours right now by going to f5live.tv slash meteor. That music means it's time for the Pilch Point with online editorial director of Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide, Avram Pilch. Avram, are you there? I am. Excellent. Yes. I am. Flawless. I've been, busy, I've been busy celebrating Nick's birthday. Thanks, man. By, by, your, by yourself? Without him? What are you doing? Well, I, ha- I have to celebrate even if you're not here, right? I mean, I figured with your celebrity status at this point, you could have flown me up first class in a G4, <laughs> and I could just party with you in the Hamptons, and you didn't do that, and quite frankly, I just defriended you because of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I found out something today that's very important. There is a, a, at Stony Brook University, which is on Long Island in the Hamptons, there is a theater that has just been called, renamed the Avram Theater. I am not kidding. What are, it's like their campus theater. What is happening? Is this real life not right after, now? Everybody's not recognizing me. him. Oh, yeah. He got picked I, up allegedly by... not after me, but who knows? There's a... 
I, I Google. I was just googling stuff, and it just came up. So uh, yeah, I could. Uh, we'll see about getting you out to my theater in the Hamptons. Yeah, James you, Lipton just named you world's greatest media person. I think you you were <laughs> you were googling yourself, weren't you, Avram? Never uh, Google yourself, Avram. Come on now. I like this view comes up number number one for my first name because there's always some bozo. There's some bozo who's registered Avram.com, and I keep waiting for him to not register it again <laughs> so I can get it. But uh, so you know, so I search it periodically. Uh, from from time from time to time when I'm not you know when I'm not too busy cel- when I'm not too busy celebrating my birthday every day Your apparently birthday. is what you do well I try I Always. try to get started in advance <laughs> I don't know who you are Abram oh my gosh uh, I am the online editorial director for Laptop Mag and Tom's Guide and uh, you can uh, read all my work and the work of my colleagues at uh, laptopmag.com and tomsguide.com and follow me on Twitter at, at Geek and Chief. He almost didn't want to say his name. He's like, I'm Avram. Like, what, what are we, what are, do you not know? How from many this? others are there? Well, apparently another person that got your theater renamed. Maybe. So there's, there's that. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. And whoever owns Avram.com. Well, there's yes, that. that. That dude. Um, Wouldn't you be mad if his name was like Steve? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Just throwing, just throwing me off. I I do invite anyone who's really interested to check out, uh, who wants to see something really weird and funny that has nothing to do with me, but I la- I rediscover and laugh at it every couple of years. To check out GrandDuchy.org, there is some dude in Australia, in Tasmania, who has started his own like micronation that he calls the Grand Duchy of Avram. It has nothing to do with me. Uh, as far as I know, but they they issue their own money there, which is called Avrams. <laughs> Avram, uh, how much? Okay, let me ask you this: How many U.S. dollars are you worth, Avram? Probably at least a hundred dollars in Monopoly money. Well, that's you know that's, that's something. Is is about how much one one Avram dollar is worth? But uh, but it's really weird. Uh, it's really weird. You just have to check it out. Anyhow, speaking of weird things, <laughs> this is going to be a really uh, exciting, if not weird, uh, next month or two in the tech world. And we at Tom's Guide and Laptop Mag are getting really uh, keyed up about it because we have a lot of events that we're going to, which means a lot of new products uh, for all of us who are looking for, who are wondering what's next. What should I buy next? What's what's coming for the holiday shopping season? Quite a lot. Now, Avram, I thought the next big thing was already here. <laughs> it it is. So it's the thing after the next big thing that's coming. Uh, oh oh oh! So the the next big big thing to come next. It's the next next big thing. The new next iPad three. It's com. the day after tomorrow. Got it. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> speaking of next big things that are coming, uh, probably the first thing that we're going to see coming out first week of September, most likely, is going to be the Galaxy Note 4. Um, successor to the popular Gal- Galaxy Note 3, which I personally uh, enjoy every day, is likely to have a QHD screen. That means 2560 by 1440. Uh, rumor has it that there may be two models, one of which is in metal, uh, so it'll look cooler, but maybe not of a removable battery, the metal version. 
uh, and uh, of course, and probably a Snapdragon 805 processor, the latest ARM-based processor, and of course a better camera. So probably talking at least a 16 megapixel camera. Uh, at the same time that Samsung unveils the Galaxy Note 4, very good chance that it also unveils a new smartwatch called the Samsung Gear Solo. Uh, why is it Solo? Because it Cause doesn't. You can't hear it. <laughs> Because you, uh, because apparently it can make calls all by itself without being connected to a phone. It'll have its own um, internet connection. Uh, of course, we've seen phones like this before. Uh, there's like the Neptune Pine, which is basically a smartphone on your wrist. I think the Rufus Cuff, which is coming out, is going to have that. Uh, so, but this is the first, I guess, by a, a big company like Samsung. We'll have to see. It sounds like something that probably will be released to markets outside the U.S. because I don't foresee a lot of people wanting a watch that they have to pay a separate data plan for, uh, at least here in the U.S. Uh, at the same time, uh, same time, September 9th, everyone is expecting Apple to come out with some new stuff. Uh, love it or hate it, we'll be hearing a lot about the next generation iPhone, whether that's called the iPhone 6 or the iPhone 5T, or whatever they're going to call it. Um, the rumor has it that there will be two versions, a 4.7 and a 5.5-inch version, either one of which would be a lot bigger than the current tiny iPhone they have that's four inches. Uh, so that's that's expected uh, September 9th. And at the same time, we may be hearing about the long-anticipated iWatch, uh, which would be a fitness-oriented smartwatch from from Apple. Now, in addition to in addition to that, there's some things that we already know as a fact for a fact are coming because they've been announced. Uh, the LG 55EC9300, say that three times fast. No thanks. Is the world's cheapest OLED TV. I say this as we now cover TVs at Tom's Guide, and for OLED, this is this is a new low. In terms of price, so if you want a really colorful TV and you can afford thirty-five hundred dollars for fifty-five-inch TV, this uh, this product's coming out at the very end, at the end of August. Um, we all we also uh, know pretty much for a fact that HP's Stream 14 uh, two hundred dollar Windows notebook is coming very soon. Uh, that's going to be a big deal just because of the price not necessarily because of the quality of it. Um, we also uh, know that uh, the Moto, Motorola Moto 360 smartwatch is going to be, com- is going to be coming. Uh, there hasn't been a, a launch date announced, but uh, people, expect, people are expecting that to come soon, and the rumored price is $250 for that. Um, obviously, I'm going to be heading to Intel Developer Forum uh, the second week of September, and there I expect to learn about uh, Intel's Broadwell uh, processors, which are the next generation of CPU. We think uh, we'll be hearing more about Intel Core M, which is the new low-power um, processor based on Broadwell that uh, we got a preview of at Computex. Uh, possibly there'll be some no, some tablets or hybrids uh, to feature Core M that we may see. Um, at IFA, uh, which is a show in Berlin where we will see the Galaxy Note, 
uh, 4 announcement and the Gear Solo announcement. Uh, we're likely to see a lot of other announcements because that's like a CES of Europe. A couple of my colleagues, uh, Marshall Onoroff and Mike Andronico, are going to be there. And we expect we'll also hear something about the Sony Xperia Z3, a new Sony uh, phone, and there's also a Z3 compact tablet. Uh, we're expecting, again, a um, faster processor for those who actually care about Sony phones. They don't have a huge following here in the U.S. Faster processor, a better screen, <coughs> up to uh, better software, better camera. Um, we also expect to hear some things from Nokia, uh, quite possibly a new uh, budget or budget-minded phone in the Lumia 730, uh, which is which is rumored to be coming in the fall. Um, it's also almost certain this fall, although we don't have a, a date for this, that Amazon will release new tablets. Why? Because it's been a year and they do it every year. <laughs> and this past week we saw the the Nook release a new version, sort of the Samsung Galaxy Tab 4 Nook. So you can bet that there will probably be some kind of an Amazon event to release some kind of update to the Kindle Fire HDX. Uh, finally, I think uh, one thing that we can we can kind of put a mark on our calendar for is some kind of a Microsoft Surface announcement. Uh, we did have the Surface Pro 3 not that long ago, but this sort of mainstream $500 Surface um, is a year old now. I think there's a legitimate question as to whether the next Surface will be running Windows RT or running full Windows 8.1. I'm thinking probably run full Windows 8.1 at this at this moment, and whether or not we're going to see a Surface Mini that's about eight inches. Uh, we do also hear that the developer preview for the next version of Windows could be coming uh, as soon as the end of September, uh, uh, bringing back the long missed smart uh, start menu so those are some of the major things that we can look forward to that we have a pretty good sense of coming out and then there's all the things that we don't know as companies as, as some of the larger hardware vendors display at IFA companies like Lenovo and Dell are usually there and Sony are usually there and there's they usually bring a, a boatload of new stuff so what would be one thing that you would tell people to steer clear from the hype and what would be one thing you would say, hey, pay attention to this company even though they're not making the most noise? Ah, uh, okay. Steer steer clear from steer clear from the hype around <laughs> steer clear from the hype around the Moto 360. It's still running Android Wear, so even though it's nice and round and pretty looking, it's still running a hobbled annoying operating system that basically is the is the uh, notification drawer on your wrist uh i think to i think something to keep to keep an eye out for is to is to see what we have coming from some of the uh, is to see what we have coming from some of the pc hardware vendors whether we're going to see some interesting new hybrid designs from the likes of uh, Dell, Lenovo, HP, uh, they all have yet to unveil some holiday stuff. I think there could be some really neat notebook designs at aggressive price points. And then, of course, you'll have the uh, the comprehensive holiday shopping guide to steer clear of the Black Friday disaster computers. Uh, sure, coming up here in a couple months, right? Yep. Already working on it. 
uh, as usual, <laughs> we're going to have uh, holiday time. It's going to be big for us. This year, we actually have more ambitious plans than ever. Instead of rolling out everything at the beginning of middle of October like we normally do, we're going to be rolling out new updates every week or two throughout the holiday season with additional new products and lists of things to really keep people abreast of because of all the new things that are coming out and all the deals that are coming because uh, as we learned in prior years sometimes you even get things announced late in the game in the middle of november or december uh, and those can still be great gifts they definitely can and they are gifts that you could spend a 15 avram bucks on and that's that's the best <laughs> part no doubt no doubt they are avrams and the coins are apparently called Ducals. <laughs> <laughs> really? You he's, looked it up? He's been I, on the website since you've been talking. Yeah, about I've been it. I've been on the website the whole time. Do you do you do you like Prince John, the uh Grand Duchy of the Grand Earl of uh of Avram? I have no idea where he gets that. But, I, uh, I don't know, but I don't think the website's been updated since the seventies. Like ninety seven. Yeah, that's when I discovered it. It hasn't changed much since then, has it? <laughs> I was laughing. I was basically laughing about it at my first, at one of my first jobs, and here I am laughing about it like twenty years later. <laughs> that's fantastic. And it's that's... like the way back machine. Uh, but if you want to check out stuff I've actually written and not a cult that may or may not be dedicated to me, uh, then you should check. You should definitely check out uh, Tom'sGuide.com and laptopmag.com and check out my Twitter account at @geekinchief. Great stuff as always. I Abram. love the idea that it is a cult dedicated to you. And they bought the theater. And they bought the theater with the Abrams. <laughs> yes. With yes. the uh, the three Abram notes. They're <laughs> the they're the, the 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 currency comes in one three five seven and fifteen. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I I have a question for next week's yeah. uh, next week's nightcap. Okay. I think I think the question should be where would you rather live, the Grand Duchy of Avram or the Republic of Sealand? Oh, let's duke that thing out like uh -huh. Final Four. <laughs> Ducal. Yeah, Ducal. <laughs> never right. Google yourself and never Ducal. It's just things you shouldn't do. <laughs> Hey, Abram, we will handle that question, and we want your input on that one then next week, okay? Okay. We'll talk to you then. Talk to you then. This week's Extra Life on F5 Live is proudly powered by Origin, by Electronic Arts. If you haven't heard about Origin yet, EA's electronic digital gaming platform, which is free, by the way. It's time you read up on it, downloaded it, and started playing some great games. Great games such as one you can pre-order, The Sims 4, which will consume so much of Scott's time. I'm going to do everything in my power to make that not be hey, the case. That's coming up next week. I know. Next week. $69.99, Smarter Sims, Weirder Stories, Get Life of the Party, and the Up All Night bonus, and more in the Origin exclusive Digital Deluxe. And that's not all that and they have. And you will be up all night. Oh, you got that right. If you purchase The Sims 4. And my favorite thing is game time. What time is it? It's game time. You're not really sure. I'll tell you. Game time is... <laughs> EA's free service that allows you to download a game over a weekend and give you Get 
this five full days to play the game for free whenever you want to start the timer. So if you're busy on weekends, weekends are your Mondays. I get it. We all kind of understand that here on a Sunday while we do this show, you can play it whenever you want to. From Titanfall to Battlefield 4, it's all there. And of course, EA's free titles like Peggle, Sims 2, all those things were offered as well. So check out all of the offerings. There literally is something for everyone and at if, Origin. And if you're listening live right now, you have 13 hours left on the Titanfall sale. Oh, it's so great, too. 50% <laughs> off Titanfall deals. The season passes 60% off. It's all fantastic. You can get all of those deals at f5live.tv slash origin. <laughs> you sounded like a dial-up noise. I was doing the prepare for Titanfall girl voice. Oh, is that what you were doing? Prepare for Titanfall. Okay. At 5live.tv. Now we know. Now it's a song. I don't know what's happening. Um, Here's what I do know. So if you're not a fan of uh, getting access to games quickly and easily... (laughs) The PlayStation Network is down. PSN is down. PSN is down. Let's do the fork in the garbage. I was doing... uh, (laughs) That one works too, either way. (laughs) Yeah. we were doing the system is down. That works too. It's like we're back in 2011. Hackers have taken down the beloved PlayStation Network. With a DDoS attack. A good to buy. Did you mean to say... I did. Like PlayStation. Yep. (laughs) I did. This is terrible. In the best possible way. Um, <laughs> you mean a service? I mean, offered by Sony has been breached again. That never happens, except the other twelve times it's happened. Yeah, except every other time we've been forced it's to report on this. Been down since eight a.m. this morning, and I found out from you. And I saw it was down earlier this week. I saw something in my. Uh, in my feed earlier in the week that said PSN's down, it's not just you. Whoever it is that writes that article headline every time it happens, uh, it showed up in my feed again this here's, week, which means it happened again. Here's the thing. At this point, it shouldn't surprise you. Thing. shouldn't surprise you at all. Mm-mm. And to all... They have the, like three computers powering it. It's... Yeah. And it's... So, so a lot of PSN's problem is the centralized hub for a decentralized network um it's the opposite of the way the internet is designed and it it creates a single easy bottleneck for attack and so it's the reason why they're constantly the one that's being attacked because xbox live for example is a decentralized system or a decentralized hub for a centralized system. Yeah. It is the definition of cloud. Um, so, okay. So you, you took down one entry point. Who cares? We'll switch over to another one. It's no big deal. But PSN has a very central core that they then don't control the game servers, but you have to come in through them to get to the game servers. So it's, it's a different architectural approach and obviously as playstation is proving time and again it's a bad one it is and they had the opportunity to change it when they went to the current gen of consoles they chose not to 
Yep, they decided to to stick with their infrastructure, which they had already proven was a bad one, so it made sense to stick with it. <laughs> and here we are. So who's behind the attacks? Well, a group called the Lizard Squad has claimed accountability for... The Lizard Squad. That's right. That's a dumb name. And they got so bored after taking down Sony because apparently it was too easy based on their notes. It was like 10 minutes, I bet. Yeah, that they took down uh, half of Blizzard's World of Warcraft servers, Diablo just, 3 servers, and Hearthstone. All just because. Board. Just because. They, yeah. were, they were bored. They, they figured it would take a couple hours, and they got done. They said within less than an hour they were done, and they just took out the rest because they could. What's impressive is that Sony hasn't been able to recover from it. Still. Still. It's, it's terrible. It's not like it was hit with a missile. Right. I, I'm always surprised when Why? an attack like this, after it's complete, that the computers don't just come back. So a lot, of back. People, a lot of people ask, what is a denial of service attack? You could probably explain this in about 30 seconds, right? Sure. So uh, the way networks work is uh, you con- your computer contacts another one and says, hey, I would like information. Um, and obviously that takes bandwidth. And a computer only has so much bandwidth. If you've got a server, you've probably got um, a 10 or 100 gigabit uh, card in it. You've probably got an array of those. Then you've got an array of servers uh, all being... Uh, able to be asked for information. Uh, So the idea is with a lot of computers rapid fire asking for information, uh, you can flood their network. So it's kind of like that episode of Family Guy where Stewie's like, mom, 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 mommy, mommy, until she snaps. It's very similar to that, except that there would be hundreds of him in the room doing the same thing. Right. Hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of him all going, Mom, hey, Mommy, Mom, Mom, Mommy. <laughs> and then she Ma. just snaps. Yeah, and it. then over. finally, like, she just punches him in the face. Just roundhouse or, kicks three of them. In this case, jumps out the window, which is apparently how Sony's computers always respond to it, just by sacrificing themselves. We're done. I'm out. <laughs> and they don't recover. And uh, most of the time, a DDoS attack, there's a, there's a down period. And then there's a recovery period, and and most of the most of the down period is continual attack, <laughs> right? Uh, there there are services out there to help uh, prop you up <laughs> during an attack and things like that, but the kind of attack that could take down something like PSN couldn't be propped up, right? It, it's just it's not possible. If you can take down PSN, I mean ish. Because, again, their infrastructure is set up backwards. Um, But if you can take down PSN, um, nobody has the infrastructure to support that attack on the other side. Um, But, yeah, so the the downtime is usually continual attack, which it seems like they didn't do. It sounds like they went, okay, well, PSN is down uh, off the blizzard. Yep. And and yet PSN... Uh, 14 hours later now, officially, is still down. Is still down. Yeah. Which it, it is came back up around two for a couple minutes and then <laughs> right back down. Okay. Well, that suggests that there's still a continual attack going on. Based on their uh, their operations notes, they've been done since morning and they've had tea. The official <laughs> attack may have ended, but that doesn't mean that people have turned <laughs> off their, their bots. That's true. So it, it's possible the attack is still going on. 
uh, either a zombie attack, which is could be how it was done. True. It, c- it could be entirely done with zombie machines. Could be your computer and you don't know it. Right. Exactly. So that's that's not uncommon. Here's a lot of a lot of uh, the malware that you get is actually zombie bots that yeah. can be triggered to do these types of attacks. Here, here's where it gets more fun. They were so bored and had their tea and crumpets after they took down four more servers that they decided to um, take it to real life. And the group has actually stated, which is the stupidest thing ever, that they have sent a bomb threat over Twitter to American Airlines regarding a flight that Sony Entertainment Online president John Smedley was on. The plane was diverted. Oops. From its destination of San Diego to Phoenix. They were so and then, pleased. And then he <clears throat> confirmed it. He confirmed it. Here's what the article doesn't say, and this is what I heard through the chat channels. They are still diverting planes because the bomb threat has not been sussed. They are still... Well, until, until, until they, they can, can both prove that the threat was a hoax and figure out who did it they they're still gonna scramble yeah. and here's the thing that's where it crosses the line for me it's different when you take down servers and stuff i know it's still illegal but it's different it's totally different you're you're taking down sites and stuff uh, anonymous takes down you know they warn people we're gonna take down your site and turkey's like no you're not and then all of turkey gets shut down like that happens yep and that's fine it is what it is i don't really condone it but i'm not really against it's a weird thing but when you start getting involved in real things more like life or death things yeah let's let's put it that way because servers are real things life or death things that's kind of over the line serious business it's it's different and you don't come out and say you did it i that's a whole other thing so so here's the thing about these hacker groups they tend to be run by children yeah and by children i mean college students um and the college students tend to recruit their younger siblings and things. So legitimately children get involved in it. And we know that college students and children don't necessarily make the smartest of decisions. Uh, and so like the, the people who would do something like this um, are not necessarily the type of people who understand the severity of the thing that they've done like they don't understand necessarily understand that this bomb threat isn't a joke that they are costing uh uh did you say american american they're costing american airlines probably hundreds of millions of dollars in Resources, security, and all all of the things that are going into having to change this are costing hundreds of millions of dollars. And, I mean, the attack on Sony is going to cost money, too, but not quite on the grand scale of the TSAs involved. And who can write a blank check, essentially. And so they think it's funny, and it's not. There's legitimately lives involved and things like that. It's really stupid. I agree. And of course they're going to claim responsibility for it because they think there's two things. One, they think it's funny and they want their friends to know that they did a funny thing. And two, there's, there's the whole, uh, actually I was having a conversation at uh, lunch today about this. Uh, the, uh, 
the the arrogance of youth yeah where you, you have like you have no confidence in yourself but you think you're the best at everything yeah you know, there's that weird right thing that happens at like 20 to 22 uh and so they think they're not going to get caught they're wrong uh ip addresses are easily traced they're, they're going to be caught it's a stupid thing to do uh and these kids are going to end up in jail for a very long time. Or they flip them and they end up working for the government as white hat, hack, white hat hackers. Nope. As no? soon as they called in that bomb threat. Oh, all, that's true. Good point. Yeah. All plea bargains are gone. Off the table. Yeah, they don't. Me- the government doesn't mess around with those anymore, as, do they? As soon as that bomb threat got involved and they took ownership of it, the end. There's there's not going to be any pleas. This is a this is Felony. out of this went out of the hands of the regular judicial system, and it's now in the national security this agency. Is secret service level stuff. Yeah, Th- this is this is national. Uh, uh, in anything that's TSA related is part of Homeland Security, and so these guys are in involved in the the same or. or their trial is res- will be responsible by the same people who run Guantanamo. Like th- yeah. they've gotten themselves into serious trouble here. It was really dumb, and I bet they don't know how dumb it was. Not yet. Uh, maybe, maybe they do when the black suits show up at their door. Yeah, I was gonna say that's how it goes. When that when that knock happens, and everybody knows the cop knock. When that happens tonight. Or tomorrow, they will know how serious stuff it is. gets real. Yeah, but uh, PlayStation Network's down. <laughs> so that's—I mean, that's, that's 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 amusing to me. That's funny, and at, at some point, hopefully, this type of thing because the the white hack ha- hackers, white hat hackers. Boy, I hate that term. Because uh, bad guys wear black hats. Just ask heroes. Uh, right. They could be trying to show, hey, look, now, this isn't the way to do it, but if it was a white hat type thing, they could be saying, look, your infrastructure is stupid. This is a bad idea. They uh, should have learned that, though, from 2011. And indeed, they should, but Sony doesn't seem to learn anything ever. So, I the, don't know. the message I received from this, and correct me if I'm wrong, is for the past six months, the uniformed delivery of the message from sony is the playstation 4 was created for gamers it's for the players are they telling me that i as a player as a gamer you as a gamer are expected to accept this much downtime on your service based on their message the answer is yes yet i pay 40 to 60 dollars a month for a service that since i've had it has really not gone down 40 to 60 dollars a month year a year sorry I was say. Did I say a month yeah, 40 did. to 60 dollars a year that's expensive sorry a year for xbox live which hasn't really gone down since i've had it and and in short bursts it does but but you know there's that happens computers are computers we couldn't get this screen working before the show <laughs> right. i uh, computers do what computers do uh, but in general, because of their architecture, if 
if servers fail or data center, if a whole data center fails, it's no big deal. It's a decentralized entry point. You just start connecting instead of east to, you connect to east or you connect to west or whatever data center, no big deal. And you're back up and running. Your latency will be a little bit more, but eh, it's no big deal. And I, but PSN isn't structured that way. I for sure wasn't one of the 12.6 million usernames and passwords that were taken from the PlayStation Network. That has not happened on a paid platform. No, never. Between PSN and then their media platform uh, three hours later. Yeah, that that's not happened over on the other side. So to me, I'm insulted to either be A, called a gamer from Sony, or B, they're too stupid to... Or, or they want to torture you for being a gamer, which, I mean, I would love to torture a couple gamers. Don't get me wrong. There's a, there's a couple I like to torture that think it's a right, not a privilege. But generally speaking, we shouldn't be tortured. We should have access to our services that we support by either a monthly charge or by, I don't know, buying the console because that's, that's a thing you do. And w- with Sony, that's that's your your agreement to a... Uh, uh, service level agreement with Microsoft you're paying for the service which requires a different SLA like there's a, there's a different agreement between Microsoft and you on the service level for a paid platform there's an expectation of, of reliability yeah and you don't have that with Sony you don't have that with a free platform a free platform yeah I mean that's just the way it is you don't have that with a free platform and the only thing that playstation plus really is is the games and i mean there's things but it doesn't really change psn you're not paying to play online right there's a difference Eh. this news from the tubes and f5 live is probably powered by riff tracks make fun of movies (laughs) or let the professionals do it for you because that's what they get paid for i don't know what's happening but the guys who used to do Mystery Science Theater 3000 are back and doing what they do best, making fun of Nick. No, making fun of movies. That's what I meant. Aww. Sad, Sad. face. Sad day. Making fun of your little laugh thing that just happened. Uh-huh. That was so weird. <laughs> uh, the way it works is three or four dollars, you download the MP3, play it along with your DVD, Netflix, Amazon, wherever you happen to have the movie, and laugh, and I'd laugh, laugh and laugh. laugh. That was a little more German than I was expecting just then. From time to time, they mix it up, and they do, just like that, wiki wiki, they do Wikipedia live events. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, The last one was this week. It was Godzilla. Godzilla! The 1998 uh, disaster. Best one ever. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank God they set it up for a sequel. Said no one ever. They they did, but, oh, terrible. Uh, It was... It was really great. Uh, the next one coming up will be October 30th and November 4th, and it is Anaconda. Anaconda. Oh, I like that one. Um, if Michelle is in the chat room, she should join us. I'm terrified of snakes. There's no way it'll ever happen. Take the wife. That's all I got to do. <laughs> um, if you're in our area, um, we will probably go on November 4th because the Tuesdays seem to work out really well. Uh, and you should definitely join us. If you're not in the area, you can get F5Live.tv slash Rift Tracks with an X to find out all the, the theaters and to download the MP3s. Play along with your Netflix DVD. 
Netflix DVD. Yeah. You can get DVDs from Netflix. And laugh. Not Quickster. Not Quickster. They actually made a Quickster joke during the Godzilla. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was so funny. Uh, they said something to the effect of a worse idea than Quickster. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's wonderful. Three people got that joke, and I was one of them. Awesome. You you were okay with my anaconda, huh? Yeah, good. I loved that. You like my anaconda. That's good. Um, so Wikipedia is a thing. <laughs> Apparently, Michelle shook her head. The same thing that I did. That's wonderful. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about um, the the problem with government employees editing Wikipedia. Everything. It happens a lot. And so... A Twitter account was created to watch Wikipedia for IP addresses within the the home, you know, right within the range for uh, the U.S. government. What a basically. brilliant thing! It really was. And so every time a change is made by a congressional employee, this Twitter account whoop, tweets it out. Just the change set. Here is what changed. It's a wonderful, wonderful idea. And so it. It really allows you to be more civically minded and to see all the weird things that are happening from our government employees on the clock because they're in the building. And they opened it up for anyone to use it yeah, for the, any service. The platform was yeah. made so you could you could put in any IP range. So if I wanted to watch people, you know, employees Creeper. in our in our IP address range making Wikipedia edits, we could do that. Uh, so there's lots of lots of possibilities. If you're trying to make sure that your employees aren't screwing around on Wikipedia on the clock, it makes perfect sense. Um, so we've seen a lot of fairly benign stuff come out of it. There was a a movie page weird that things, was edited man. and some like weird stuff. Like every day at noon, he was updating the page. I'm like, what are you doing? It's all very strange. But Taxpayer dollars at work, dude. We have now fortunately started to catch... The fun stuff. Problems. So the things that the account was created for um, are now starting to show up. And show up at such a rate per- from a particular person who is both active in editing and active in the conversations about their edits anonymously from one IP address. But the things they're changing aren't simple. They're substance yeah. <laughs> like they're they're actual changes and um the ip address was recently blocked by wikipedia from making edits period um for i think a 30-day period and so as soon as as soon as the 30 days were up bloop, they showed back up and started making edits again now not only are they changing substance they're also being abusive. So uh, this week, the big change that was made that started a, a quite a conversation because every page has its content. And then what most people don't know is there's also a conversation page mm-hmm. um, about every Wikipedia page. So if there are policy violations or things like that, people can discuss it. So the change that was made this week was about um, a transge- transgendered person. Um, and it changed from an, the, the text changed from like an openly transgendered woman to um, 
a man pretending to be a woman or like it was the the wording was super offensive um and, and of course it was corrected immediately <laughs> um you know moderators and stuff get notifications too every time a page is changed and they got that notification like oh yeah uh back that change out and <laughs> they put it back to to the original text um and then a whole conversation started between the world and this one lunatic um, about whether or not it was uh, vandalism. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it keeps being classified as, is vandalism. Because there, the change isn't correcting content, it's putting in political beliefs or stupidity in this particular case. Personal agendas, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is by Wikipedia considered vandalism. And so there was a whole conversation and it's, it's truly fascinating to read because the person, the editor, uh, is involved in the conversation and they're like, well, just because you don't, we don't share the same, the same beliefs doesn't mean that it's, it's vandalism. And then the person's like, well, but the content didn't have beliefs before. <laughs> It had defined words, and you changed it to beliefs. Yep. Which is different. There's, there, there's a difference between, you know, defined words, transgendered woman, which we all know what it means, and a man pretending to be a woman. That is intended to rile people up, and it worked, <laughs> but obviously it's stupid. So. Wikipedia is considering blocking the IP permanently. Good. Um, which would... Uh, and the IP blocks are for non-registered accounts. Uh, if you're a registered account on a blocked IP, you can still post. Um, it's only anonymous uh, right. edits that get blocked by IP address. Because then if you become a problem as a registered user, we block your user. And then at some point, if too many blocked users have been involved with an IP address, then even registered users can't use the IP. There's a whole big process. Uh, so Wikipedia is considering blocking it entirely so that this person will, in one way or another, have to come out of the shadows. Perfect. And, and register if they want to keep making their vandalizing edits on Wikipedia. And then now they have contact information. <laughs> And such. Now it could, you know, you could just go to to outlook.com and register a fake email address and use that. But there's a whole verification thing, and it, it's not that easy to create an account on Wikipedia anymore because of crap like this. So it'll be interesting to see if they make the decision. Um, the The article ha will have the the link to the conversation in it, uh, which will be available at pluggitslive.com. Uh, it'll have the link to the conversation. I recommend reading the conversation. Mm -hmm. It's really long. It was really long two days ago. It, so has, got to, yeah. it has got to be worse today. Um, but it really is interesting to read the honest-to-God beliefs of a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, and, and to watch them argue their insanity. To just totally be disconnected from the reality of the difference between opinion and not opinion 
So you're telling everyone to get ready to smash their head into a keyboard. Oh, yeah. No. Well, you know, it's not frustrating. It's actually, it's truly fascinating. To Is read. it? Okay. So long as you go into it knowing that you're going to be reading a conversation involving a crazy person who believes that opinions and defined words are the same thing. Mm. So long as you go into it knowing that that's going to happen. I did not, but I did not get frustrated. I kind of knew what to expect. Ish. I knew that the conversation would be fun. I did not know that the person would be involved in it. I understand. Um, but it, it's truly fascinating to read um, the the brain of a different person. Of a disillusioned individual. Yeah, it, it's really fascinating. I, I recommend reading it. Um, it'll be on the site probably tonight. Cool. Rounding out the show this week's DRM Not Included on F5 Live is proudly powered by Xbox Music. Whether you have Windows Phone, Windows 8, Xbox One, Xbox 360, iOS, Android, or just a web browser, you can use Xbox Music. Unlimited streaming, unlimited downloads of music for $9.99 a month, and through a special we have going right now for $99.90, you can get 12 full months. That's buy 10, get two free. You did the math. It's a pretty great deal. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm pretty impressed by it. Um, like I said, it's available on any platform. You can download the music so you don't have to just stream it. Because, you know, we've all been in places where the reception sucks. Or maybe you want to use it on a device that's not connected to the internet. Uh, I've got, you know, Windows phones or an iPod Touch or something like that that's not connected to the internet all the time. You can download the music, take it with you. Unlimited for nine ninety nine a month or ninety nine ninety for a full year. To get that deal, you can go to f five live tv slash Xbox Music. All right, so we've been talking about this for a while. Yes, we have. If HBO would wake up, smell the coffee, and do their own thing, what would happen? We said stuff would get real. Cable companies might panic. It would definitely shake up Netflix and Hulu. They'd have they'd have some trouble. Particularly with the cable companies, because the cable companies make a lot of money with their exclusive deal with HBO. They wouldn't be able to just start this tomorrow. They'd have to wait for all of their contracts with the cable companies to end and renegotiate to allow them to do this. uh, To to stream unrelated. Right now, to use HBO Go, you have to have HBO on your cable yeah hbo and cable which is insane yeah so but i don't want to pay for hbo i don't watch no. i don't watch almost anything on the tv in fact i don't think i watch anything on the tv anymore it's almost entirely through hulu or netflix which means i don't get hbo content and i know right. there's a lot of programs on hbo the john, newsroom john oliver the newsroom yeah for example, is a show that I really enjoy from HBO that I, without the subscription right now, I can't watch right. if it's on. And it has to be appointment television unless I use HBO Go. Right. And even then, not all the shows are on there. Right. What if there was a way that could appease everybody? Uh, analysts at Barclays have said that HBO could make up to $600 million if they decide to launch their own Subscription video streaming service. How would they do this? Couple options on the table. If they decided to say, "Hey, you pay us fifteen dollars, or you pay us eighteen dollars a month, 
and you can have access to all of our content without needing cable service, without needing HBO on cable. They can make it some money. They can make a lot of money. They could have approximately, um, what is it, 300,000 to 800,000 people might opt for that package. They also said 4.5 million to 7 million homes might pick up the ability for $11 a month to get access to TV shows and other programming on HBO 6 to 12 months after it's already aired. It's like a delayed release. It would keep the current contracts with the cable companies. They would be happy. They might get a small cut. And HBO could offer the service with like a timed window of when you could watch it and when it would release. That's interesting. That's not how, from reading this, that's not how I thought it would work. Oh. Because this says the content would only be available for 6 to 12 months. So, not that it would be delayed, but it would have a shelf life. Oh, I miswrote. That's my fault. Okay. So, it's not that it would have a shelf life. It would be delayed. Okay. A delayed airing. Okay. Sorry. That's... Okay. Sometimes context when I, you type comes I, out I wrong. thought it was a that it was ha- have a six month <clears throat> shelf life, which would also make sense. Hulu does that, right? Has uh, a lot of the shows have a five week shelf life exactly be- during the current season. This one would delay it. See me talking about it, I can I can be more eloquent than when I write. Sometimes we'll have to make an edit on the article. I think I think the shelf life is a better idea than the that's a good idea delay, too. But that. Now they're now they're competing with their contracts. They've got to deal with all of that. Doing it on a on a six month delay would allow them to avoid probably most of their contract. That issues. allows your HBO on demand channel that you get as part of your subscription to run its course through the shows. Right. Go away and then you pick it up after the fact on your HBO now. I don't know. What HBO to go. They'd keep calling it HBO Go. I know, but no. Nah. HBO Go Plus. Go Pro. That's it. HBO Go Pro. There's no way they could get away with that. <laughs> HBO Go Pro. That's, that's that lawsuit doing. would be short and not <laughs> in their favor. Now, what say, Scott, if all of the videos shot with a GoPro would show up on the HBO Go Pro network? They'd have to make that agreement ahead of time. <laughs> So, yeah, there's uh, a bunch of reports now from analysts who are saying, hey, HBO, this is probably a good idea. You should do it. Here's our here's our options for you. We've done the work. Just go ahead and do it because it it's the next obvious move for you to stay relevant. So go ahead and do that, Kay. Because as we've talked about, appointment television is coming to an end rapidly. Yeah, it's uh, happening fast. Juan in the chat room says he doesn't even have a television set. It's crazy. I didn't even know they still called them that anymore. I only have uh, one. There's not a set of them. Yeah. Just, just a single one here. And, yours, and ours don't have the rabbit ears on top. You got to watch out. I got to adjust the cable. What is happening with you? I, I only figure like people from the 20s call it a television set. Do you hear what he's saying about you, Juan? <laughs> Nick at plughits.com. <laughs> Haven't brought that back in a while. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's. I think it's a pretty good idea. I would subscribe to yesterday HBO Go on its own, but it can't be as much or more than subscribing to it on television. That's right. the problem. They in dropping all of the the financial overhead, 
Why would they you can't, pay more? The price can't yeah. go up. It doesn't work that way. Some some companies try to make it work that way. Like when you download a digital copy of a game, you still pay sixty dollars. Why? Why do you still pay sixty dollars? You shouldn't. You're not paying for a CD, a manual, a case, the shipping, the people to pack it, the UPS driver. You're not paying for any of this. The carbon offset. What are we doing? <laughs> carbon offset. You still pay sixty dollars. No, same thing here. You can't pay more than fifteen dollars a month to have the same service. Right. You can't do it. Yeah. I, unless I, you're buying me a TV, unless you're buying me a television set to go along with it, then no. And a Roku to watch it. You've got that's more what than just doing? the television. Like, what are we doing right now? Uh, HBO Go is available on the Xbox and PlayStation platforms. I think Samsung smart TVs. Yeah, the stuff on the smart TVs mostly sucks. But I mean, it's, it's, usually, it's usually better. I mean, y- you pay like a hundred and fifty dollars more to get the smart TV, or you can pay seventy nine dollars and get a Roku, or ninety nine dollars and get an Xbox three sixty when they had them for that blow. Right? You, know, you could do that. Black Friday, they'll definitely have them at like $89. Right. So uh, th- there are better options than getting the smart TVs. Unless the LG one managed to fix all the problems of smart TVs, but they won't send me one to test. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. I've asked so far. I don't have one. Make it happen, LG. That's, that's LG's fault, not but ours. Then we peel off a label. Yeah, I know. You could have. You could have your, your logo. label could be I back mean, here. I would go as far as to say, Scott, is there would be a logo here, but then we'd probably put a logo on the on the image. They could have a logo on the image. Presented by LG. This is what I'm saying. It doesn't say that right now. Because you're it terrible It doesn't people. have presented by anybody. It's presented as by Black cover- Gaffer's tape. Indeed it is. And that's how we roll. Because we're production. Because it's tape. It's funny. Right. That's our show. It sure At is. Five live TV. Go click the subscribe buttons on the right hand side. Go over there, click on them, download the Three Thousand Brigade podcast and all of our other stuff. Go subscribe. This was F Five Live. Refreshing technology. I hate you, Trey. <laughs> and of course, uh, this coming Saturday. TEDx, TampaRiverWalk.com. We are a a title partner, uh, and we will be live streaming that event. You have to see the Sword Swallower. Honest to God, you have to see it. It's crazy. It talks about how it works. The whole thing is... Connect with us on... Just got to keep them under 18 minutes. That's it. Connect, engage, subscribe, like, favorite, comment, share, do all those things on Twitter. at lots of words. At Live. On Facebook, F5 Live, or Plug It's Live Radio on the Google Plus. Google? On the Google Plus. On Google Plus. Do all these things. What are we doing? Wherever else you may find us, we're on TuneIn and iTunes. It's true. We're all over the place. We literally are. It's it's, it's just messy. TPN, Blueberry. Everywhere. Roku, Boxybox, Samsung Smart TVs, Toshiba Smart TVs. Not LG Smart TVs. Not LG. Guys, you sent you send me a TV, and I will make sure our app is on your television. Ah, we'll even put exclusive content on there. Welcome to the exciting world of LG Smart TVs. For the next 60 minutes, we'll teach you <laughs> how to use your smart TV. Did I tell you I'm getting a spinoff? <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's I've good. been watching that spinoff. It's good. <laughs> 
On behalf of the staff that's not here, I'm Nick. And I'm Scott. Stay tuned for the nightcap. Send me cupcakes, because why haven't you? Quite because upset. it's Sunday. What does that mean? <laughs> cupcake, cupcake day. Cupcakes don't rest. There's no rest for the cupcakes. Today is cupcake day. Exactly. That's why. This, cupcakes don't rest. Cupcakes. Today is cupcake day. Bring them a cupcakes! See you next week. Ciao. So far, so bad. Videos. I back up and time. <laughs>